Let's listen to this man. He got some good news for you. Hey, everybody. Gather near. The doctor's in the house. So lend him your ear. The things he can say might even make your day. He might even help your pain go away. The doctor is in the house. The doctor is in the house. Let the doctor know what's bothering you. I'm sure he can tell you just what to do. The doctor is in the house. Good afternoon, everyone. This is Dr. Ron, and the doctor is in the house for our fifth season on our 46th episode this year. The doctor is in the house, brought to you each and every week. Ladies and gentlemen, this program contains general medical information. The medical information heard on this program is not advice and should not be treated as such. You are encouraged to confirm any information obtained from this program with other sources and review all information regarding any medical condition or treatment with your physician. And with that, I uh, welcome you with an attitude of gratitude because we know that an attitude of gratitude makes you happier, healthy, hornier, and high. And it also helps with your relationships. And grateful people are definitely happier and less depressed and less stressed and more satisfied with their lives. So with that, ladies and gentlemen, let me welcome you to Dr. Ron Unfiltered, Uncensored, coming to you from sunny Naples, Florida. I want to thank all those who uh, gave us some nice comments on our Saturday COVID show. And we'll, we will do another one this coming Saturday on COVID. And uh, talk about the, the epidemic of deaths caused by physicians. So today we're going to talk about electromagnetic fields. In other words, they're called EMFs and how they affect you and, and maybe some things you have not thought very much about. But before we do that, let me just talk to you a little bit about, you know, we've been uh, advised that there are COVID vaccines that are 90 to 95% effective, but I, I want. I, I think that's really great news, but you, I want you to realize that these 
are press releases. They are not medical studies. They haven't been reviewed by other physicians to see if uh, what the, they are claiming is actually true. And these mRNA vaccines uh, are new. So we really don't know all the side effects because they do alter your DNA. They are messenger RNA. So we have a lot to uh, information that isn't available to us except these press releases. And I hope that they are true. But I just want to want you to have a little bit of caution uh, about this. And, and just to know that, you know, you're paying for these, you know, you paid $9 billion to Moderna for this vaccine because they were going to buy a hundred million doses of it for 1.5 billion. Okay. That's part of the contract. And we also know that, uh, Emperor Fauci has a stake in all of this. Um, Right, because uh, according to Public Citizen, the National Institute of Health, NIH, owns a 50% stake in Moderna's vaccine, which it helped to develop under the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, run by Dr. Anthony Fauci. So we need some transparency there to see what's going on with all that money. Uh, so I think it's all it's good news, but news that we have to uh, temper. So there was a book written a couple of years ago it was called uh, An Introduction to Energy in California. And the author said, remember when people who spoke of cigarettes as causing cancer and everybody, you know, they were derided as being alarmist nuts? Well, if you're not 55 years or old, older, older, you don't remember that. But yeah, they, they, everybody, you know, doctors were smoking. Remember Dean Martin smoking, Frank Sinatra, everybody was smoking on TV. Any, every place you, they went, they had a cigarette in their hand. Now today, people who assert that there could be, let alone that there is a risk associated with cell phones and cell phone use are viewed as, as quacks, right? Well, the Marlboro man, what did he die of? He died of lung cancer. And it appears there is a growing body of information that the cell phone man might be saddled with dementia or Alzheimer's disease for, the, for, for that privilege of using a cell phone. But remember, 3% of the population may have, may have is the operative word, severe reactions to electromagnetic fields, EMFs, thought by some to shorten your life expectancy. Not good, right? Young people who start using cell phones before the age of 20 have a five-fold increase in brain cancer risks. And up to one-third of the population may suffer, 33% may suffer from electrical hypersensitivity due to this EMF exposure. And persistent exposure to EMF in the microwave frequencies, like from cell phones, can cause mitochondrial dysfunction and nuclear DNA damage. What does that mean? You know, the DNA of your cells, what controls uh, your, your genetic output. So if it, if, it can, if it changes the DNA, lots of bad things could happen. If your mitochondria, which are the engines of your cell, don't function properly, you, you won't have any energy. You won't be able to do anything. And chronic exposures have been linked to chronic diseases. And I'll, I'll talk to you about cardiac arrhythmias as as noted by Dr. Stephen Sinatra, a famed uh, cardiac uh, interventionalist, it has been associated with arrhythmias, anxiety, depression, autism, 
Alzheimer's and infertility, especially with you guys, you know, wearing it in your pockets all the time. So these devices, which continuously emit these EMF radiation at levels that damage your mitochondria, what do they include? They include cell phones, cell phone towers, Wi-Fi routers, the modems. How about baby monitors? And anything that's, that's considered smart, which may be dumb, but smart devices, like smart meters, smart appliances. And to put it in perspective, EMF exposure has increased one quintillion times over the past 100 years. Think of that, one quintillion times. There is some natural, the EMFs coming from the ground, but it's totally different. Most people experience biological impacts and they have no idea or appreciation of the damage it's causing until it's too late. And then it's very difficult for the, the providers to connect that link, to connect the dots between exposures and symptoms. Okay, so that's what we'll, we'll, we'll uh, get into a little bit today. And um, there's a Dr. Cowan who I really, uh, I, I read most of what he writes. And he had an interesting article and it was based on a book that I recommended to my, I've been recommending to my listeners called The Invisible Rainbow by Dr. Furstenberg, F-I-R-S-T-E-N-B-E-R-G. And Dr. Cowan's remarks are based on this book. And he said that our health is all about the state of the water in our bodies. And very crucially, the health of our water is strongly influenced by our, the environment in which we live. And one of the most profound influences on the water in our bodies is the electromagnetic environment, these EMFs we're talking about. This electromagnetic environment to which humans and living beings evolved over eons and has been radically altered in the past couple of centuries with man-made electrical devices. There is no clearer place to see these effects than through investigation of the history of influenza for the past 150 years. So here is a summary from Dr. from Mr. Furstenberg's book. I think he is a physician. Well, we'll call him Mr. Doctor. Describing the events surrounding the four major influenza outbreaks in recent times. We had an influenza outbreak in, 19, in 1889. Guess what, what happened in 1899? That was the first appearance of globe, the global electrical system. Thousands of miles of electrical tracks laid down. First appearance of alternating current generating stations. Then the first Modern global influenza pandemic started in the fall of 1889, killing about a million people. And appearing simultaneously all over the globe, faster than any transportation at the time. That suggested a contagion played no role in the outbreak because the people were not going back and forth over the ocean. It wasn't transatlantic flights on a regular basis. Then in 1918, we had the great flu pandemic. At that time, the United States install, installed 13 giant radio and communicative transmission, transmitters throughout the world. 
They all went live in late 1917 through 1918. For the first time, radio signals could be heard in every part of the globe. At that time, the Spanish flu affected one-third of the world's population, killing tens of millions of people. It occurred in places like Antarctica, which had no contact with the outside world. The first known cases were 1,127 radio operators at Camp Funston, Kansas. They were the first to use wireless transmitters. Patients mostly died because of changes in coagulation of their blood, in other words, how their blood clotted, which is a known and recognized effect at the time, and they called it in, at that time, in 1917 through, uh, through 20, electrical sickness. Another interesting point is the most affected were the young and healthy, not the old and infirm. And attempts to prove that this was an infection of some time, of kind were uniformly unsuccessful uh, during that period. And to, just to go on, in 1957, we had the Asian flu, and they, that, was, uh, that coincided with the installation of the White Alice communication system, 1968, we had the Hong Kong flu. On June 12th of 68, the United States went live for the first time with global military satellites. Okay, so you get you get the picture here that electromagnetic fields may be part of the problem. Now, during these epidemics, it is true that some people with flu-like symptoms had flu-like symptoms. Well, one can, but no one could find evidence of an influenza virus. No, according to Dr. Cowan and Dr. Furstenberg, no study has ever found that people with influenza have evidence of a virus. Okay, but get the idea of, of, of the message and, and not so much the particulars right now. And that is, as we expanded our electromagnetic fields, people got sicker. Okay, just, just to give you an, an, a, an idea of what we're exposed to. Around the clock, how many smartphones do we have? Well, around 3.8 billion, that's what it'd be, and millions of cell towers to support them, right? How many smart devices? 200 billion, and they emit micro-radiation. You have Wi-Fi in your home or in your neighbor's home that's reaching your house? Well, that's part of the problem. There are 50,000 wireless satellites set to blanket the earth in microwaves. So virtually every inch of our planet will be covered in EMF. How do you escape secondary EMF? It was hard enough escaping secondary smoke. So we are electromagnetic beings. Our bodies run on electrical impulses. Which, if they are unnatural or man-made, can disrupt it. The potential harm 
caused by electromagnetic fields was exposed by Dr. Powell, a PhD professor emeritus at Washington State University. And he's one of the leading researchers in the world on EMF. He's published 26 different papers. And he says, EMFs turn on a process that floods your cells with excess calcium, causing mitochondrial damage, free radical damage, decreased white blood cell count. So what is, what, what is the, the, the result of mitochondrial damage? Lower energy levels within the cell. What happens with free radical damage? Exhilarates aging at the DNA level. How about decreasing your white blood cell count? What's the, what's the consequence of that? How about compromised immunity? How about issues with normal cellular development in the brain? That could lead to brain fog and maybe just a low mood. And disrupted hormone activity, including one that's getting more and more attention called melatonin. And what can that do? Uh, we all know that can affect our sleep, but melatonin, as you know from a prior podcast of mine, is also a fantastic anti-aging, anti-inflammatory. So we get disrupted with that from the blue lights and uh, from EMFs. No wonder everybody has trouble sleeping. So do you see where I'm coming from with all this? EMFs, because they cause inflammation, what, do we, what have we said on this program a thousand times? Inflammation is the cause of most chronic diseases, okay? And there is a definite connection between many autoimmune diseases and cancer, according to Dr. Anthony Pear. He's the chief of outpatient medicine for cancer treatment centers of America. Because he says that inflammation is so often found within and thought to be the root of autoimmune diseases and has been implicated as a factor in the development of cancer. He gives examples of inflammatory dis digestive diseases like irritable bowel syndrome, Crohn's disease, colitis, and this creates a chronic inflammation in our bodies, with it, which increases the risk of colorectal cancer. According to the Arthritis Foundation, if you smoke and have rheumatoid arthritis, you have a 40% higher risk of developing lung cancer than non-smokers not living in this autoimmune disease. And of course, research also demonstrates that a big driver of inflammation is electromagnetic fields. You see how that ties in? And as we said, it comes from a lot of different devices, mainly our cell phones and Wi-Fi. Here we come again, even Dr. Pierre says, it can damage your cell DNA. Not only decrease your aging, but can lead to uncontrolled cell, cell growth. And what, what do you have when you have uncontrolled cell growth? It's the hallmark of cancer. He says the link between EMF exposure and cancer is undoubtedly there as study after study has shown. 
So you're feeling pretty good now about your cell phones, ladies and gentlemen? Uh, I, I don't feel so good about them. And remember, computers, laptops, desktops, tablets are sources of significant electromagnetic field exposures. They come from the computer screen, screen and electronics inside your computer and the wireless components. iPad exposure is about one volt per meter with spikes up to six volts per meter. That is 20 times more than the precautionary level. Prolonged exposure to magnetic fields of two milligauss and above have been associated with cancer and immune system effects. Some laptops, I'm sorry to say, can emit up to 150 milligauss. So you want to keep them off your, uh, off your laps, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, so are you getting an idea where I'm coming from? Really important, too, is electromagnetic fields, as we had Sarah, Dr. Sarah Russell on the program a couple years ago. They, she, it opens up the blood-brain barrier. So, you know, in, in the infinite wisdom of our body, it tries to keep all viruses and chemicals and pesticides and herbicides out of our brain. And that's called the blood. It has, it has the blood-brain barrier. But you keep putting a phone up to your ear or be, or be exposed to electromagnetic fields in Wi-Fi situations, that blood-brain brain barrier gets opened up. So you allow mercury in your brain. Not good. You allow pesticides in your brain like glyphosate, which is Roundup, not good. And according to Dr. Judy Mikovits and Frank Rossetti and other research scientists, retroviruses, which are normally found in our cells, they're there and they're dormant. In fact, human endogenous retroviruses make up 15% of our genome. Okay, so they're there and the, the, the EMFs can make these things explode and activate and they come out of the DNA and they wake up. They can cause all kinds of problems from HIV to cancer and chronic diseases. Because it requires our immune system to, to ramp up and try and fight off these retroviruses that have come to life. And it's a perpetual fight. Our immune system wears itself out. It loses energy. Can't fight off these invaders anymore. And what do you have when you have a decreased immune system? You have all kinds of chronic diseases, including cancer. And this isn't only Dr. Judy Mikovits. This is Dr. Dietrich Klinghart. He's a PhD MD. He's done lots of research in this area. And he talks, he, he has articles all about the bottom of the bucket, he calls it. At the bottom of the bucket, you find these retroviruses. And they are viruses embedded in our DNA. We come in with them, he says. And they're, 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 they're kept silenced through different 
mechanisms in our body, but these are these mechanisms are destroyed by exposure to Wi-Fi, Wi-Fi, or cumulative exposure to electromagnetic fields. And so, what happens? These viruses start replicating in us, and our and our immune system goes to work and gets stressed out. So we'll talk later about how do you modulate these things? What what can you what can what can be done? Pretty serious problem. So it's not Dr. Dietrich Klinghart, just a, a genius of a man. So other people have called EMFs the silent killers in our homes. Okay. Harmful radiations coming from our phones and Wi-Fi routers. Some, in some of our homes and some of my listeners who maybe are not turning these things off at night, 24 hours a day. And they threaten us. They may be the cause of unexplained diseases and symptoms. Fatigue, brain fog, fibromyalgia. Headaches. But you know, you put a cell phone up to your head, why that's bad. The prevalence of brain tumors is 80 to 90% on the side of people's heads when answering their cell phones. So these phones are not safe. It's, it's hurting you. And, and they, they have studied these. I mean, they know it puts your body under a lot of stress because they know all the stress hormones and proteins and shock proteins that come out in our body and how it can make mold toxic. You know, in a, you're in a moldy environment with electromagnetic fields, you're going to get sick. You know, in your head, headaches, memory problems, dizziness, irritability. It could even change your EEG, your electroencephalograph. Depression. We told you about how it can interfere with melatonin and cause sleep disturbances. Maybe just restlessness. It can cause appetite problems. It can cause your skin to feel like it's burning and tingling. And I've, I've heard that more lately than I ever have in my 55 years as being a physician. Stabbing pains all around the body, tiredness, fatigue, or gaining weight or hard to lose weight. I hope you're getting the picture. Could even affect fertility because the male testes is one of the most radiosensitive organs in our bodies. And there have been lots and lots of studies done. I don't have in front of me the bioinitiative report of 2012, but I think it reported on over 3,000 studies. And, you know, these EMFs, you're, you're getting the idea, can affect almost every system in our body. And gosh, you know, today you worry about your memory, your attention span, your cognitive abilities. 
It could all be to chronic electromagnetic field exposure, EMF exposure. And you know, it's, it's affecting the honeybees, birds get lost, uh, uh, flocks of birds get, get to, they, they can't keep on their track of where they're going from north to south. And it's even if the 5G microwave towers they're finding is interfering with the hearts of birds. Not good. And I'm not going to get into it, but there's lots of research showing how it affects plants and animals. And the smart meters, you know, just go Google it. You know, these smart meters, they can put out a lot of electromagnetic fields so they can track your, your utilities. Okay, really dangerous, especially if they're on the side of your house where the head of your bed is. They're there. They really can cause a lot of symptoms. And, 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 and they also have been reported to catch you on fire. They are not safe, ladies and gentlemen. They, the rate, the readings from these, the EMF readings are super high. So you want to take your power back. And we, you know, if your children are having, uh, having some diff, difficulties in schools, you want to see if EMF may be affecting them. And maybe not, not let them use the cell phone so often. Because it may be causing attention and learning problems. I mean, there's, there's tons of evidence. And there's personal stories about how, what it's doing. But, you know, we have to get involved with this. So we know how it affects our bodies, right? And how does it affect me? Well, you, you have to ask yourself, you know, do you have headaches? Do you think you're normal? Do you think you have as much energy as you should have? All right. So there is a group of people, as I said in the beginning, about 3% that have this electromagnetic hypersensitivity disorder that is directly connected to electromagnetic fields. It can produce a neurological and allergic symptoms. And let me just go through with this, these, this list. Symptoms may include, but are not limited to, headache, eye irritation, dizziness, nausea, skin rashes, facial swelling, weakness, fatigue, joint pains, muscle pains, buzzing and ringing in the ears, skin numbness, abdominal pressure, pain, abdominal pain, breathing difficulty, and an irregular heartbeat. And it can come from cell phones, Wi-Fi, a microwave oven, or maybe an alarm clock too close to your bed. It's really a problem, and no one is really addressing it, okay, because it, it has a lot to do with the wiring of your house and so forth. You know what, though? You, there is things you can do. And you can directly connect your computer without Wi-Fi. You can turn your Wi-Fi off at night if, if you can't turn it off during the day. Do not sleep with your Wi-Fi on. Some people are saying you should even unplug your uh, microwave oven and stop using it. 
Put your cell phones on airplane mode when not in use. Do not have the charging of your phones in your room, especially when sleeping. Some investigators are recommending you do not get do not get a smart washer, a smart dryer, as they put out a lot of electromagnetic fields. Never put a phone up to your head or near you. I was hoping to have a, a physicist talk to you about Faraday cages. And that's if you have a lot of EMFs in your bedroom and you can't, you can't, even though you turn off your Wi-Fi, you're getting Wi-Fi signals from your neighbors. There is a material you could put over your bed when you sleep at night. That keeps the EMF off of you. Some engineers are recommending shutting off the electricity in your bedroom, turning off your smart TVs and eliminating Bluetooth. There's a website called electromagnetichealth.org, electromagnetichealth.org, that says the farther away from radiation emitting cell towers and antennas, the better. Remember, distance is your friend. All right, let's just see, what can we do? Well, you know there's some foods and vitamins that may help you. You know coffee beans, the organic kind, rosemary, olive oil, hemp seed oil. That protects your cell membranes. Artichokes. And when you wake up, drink two big glasses of water. Aloe vera juice, chlorella, if you have a large exposure to electromagnetic fields, the uh, scientists in this area recommend an Epsom salt bath. Remember we talked about grounding a couple months ago and I don't know, a lot of people thought I was crazy. But grounding, walking in nature, going to the beach, walking in your bare feet on grass, preferably wet grass so you can get grounded. Or if you can't do that, walking with earthing shoes or sandals. Do you know there's, a, there's an electromagnetic field protective hat, an EMF protective hat and scarf? There's phone cases that you can put over your phone that blacks, blocks the radiation from your phone. So do, I hope you can see that there, there is a danger to our cell phones. And let's just see what else we can do to to, uh, to help ourselves. Well, there's been a there was a big study, and they of of course say identify the major sources of your of your uh, EMF exposure. Most of us it'll be our cordless phones uh, and our wireless. And by the way, that means you know when I say wireless, that not only means Wi-Fi, it means your wireless printer, your wireless mouse, your wireless keyboard. Baby monitors, okay, they're all wireless. They could they emit EMF. Try and connect your desktop computer with a wire. That's called an Ethernet cable. And you could put your desktop in airplane mode. You know that. If you must use Wi-Fi, it is recommended you shut it off when not in use, especially at night when you're sleeping. 
It is recommended that you not use wireless chargers for your cell phone as they too will increase electromagnetic fields throughout your house. So if they're plugged in, even though you're not charging your phone, they emit electromagnetic frequencies. And also it's less efficient. Shut off your electricity to your bedroom if you can do that. If you have a circuit breaker that controls the uh, outlets in, in your bedroom. We talked about smart appliances. Refuse a smart meter. Now, I just read, uh, because I have friends in Pennsylvania, that it's now legal to refuse it. It wasn't until uh, last week. And when possible, avoid carrying your cell phone on your body unless in the airplane mode and never sleep with it in your bedroom unless it's in the airplane mode. Believe it or not, even in airplane mode, it can't emit signals. Okay, and that's why some people put their phone in a Faraday bag. Because even in airplane mode, it can emit signals. Isn't that incredible? And if you, when you use your cell phone, please get, please get in the habit of using it on speak, speakerphone. Hold the phone at least three feet away from you. Okay, or use those uh, earbuds. Now, they're starting to recommend that you not use any of these appliances an hour before you go to bed. Why? Because of the melatonin we talked about. That's why they're thinking these people, you, you know, you watch television right up to the time you go to bed, you have trouble sleeping. So, ladies and gentlemen, uh, let me just see what's going on. I mean, it, this has been a, it's just a, it's a subject that uh, is, it's overpowering. I mean, I have a thousand papers on my desk about electromagnetic fields. You know, I guess uh, some of the people using flip phones aren't aren't so dumb at all. Okay, but you know, it's pretty hard for most people today to not use a, a, what's called a smartphone, which in fact may be a dumb phone when it comes to our health. And believe it or not, as I've been telling you, it is not really good for our health. Especially, you know, I, I worry about the younger physicians and, you, and having patients with what I call mystery symptoms, like insomnia, fatigue, depression, digestive issues. And they say, well, there's nothing wrong with you. All your tests are normal. Must be in your head. Well, it could be in their head, but in the form of electromagnetic frequencies. And I will tell you also that the safety standards have not been updated since 1996. And for, for God's sake, get these things away from young kids. Their heads absorb twice as much radiation as compared to adults. And now you see people wearing masks, right? Is that, that's, the, that's the psychological operative today because there's not a, there hasn't been one randomized clinical study that shows that masks do anything to prevent COVID, in fact, there's been studies even on the CDC website that shows that the mask wearers are 85% more likely to get the COVID. But then you see people with a mask wear, with a cell phone up to their head. 
You think that that that's a good idea? Putting that cell phone up to your head. So, I mean, you may be having a lot of different effects, a lot of different symptoms. So, so one of the things you could do is avoid and protect, right? Avoid using it as much as possible. If you do, use it on speakerphone or with air phones. Try and protect yourself as much, much as possible. Use it in airplane mode when you can. Okay. Well... I want to just close. I mean, there's lots of things I could talk about as far as even neurodegenerative diseases. But ladies and gentlemen, you have to act now. And I always ask you to be the CEO of your own body. You know, you have to take control. But many of you know that have been listening to me that I like Dr. Steven Sinatra. And uh, he's just a, he, he is a interventional cardiologist who practiced everything uh, like he was told until he saw the light. And he got, uh, he became very uh, influential in alternative medicine. So let me find his letter here. Now he, he has a letter called Cardiology Concerns. He says most of his cardiologists, most cardiologists are not aware of the impact environmental electromagnetic and wireless frequencies can have on heart function. It is a subject that has long concerned me. Why? Because living beings are conglomerates of electromagnetic energy. Our cells transmit and receive energy as part of their fundamental activities and outside frequencies can certainly interfere with these functions. He goes on to ex, ex, uh, describe a story of a doctor who moved to Arizona and, and his wife developed the irregular heartbeats. They suspected the wireless system in their house. They turned it off and she, her heartbeat returned to normal. He then rented a house in another, another city that had a smart, smart meter and boom, the same thing occurred with his wife. Okay. She also had chills, fever, and a rapid heart rate. They measured the, the electromagnetic fields in that house. And it was due to the electromagnetic fields. When they were re, the smart meter was replaced, his wife got well. Dr. Sinatra's son, Steph, developed multiple serious health problems and almost died because of a very stressful lifestyle that included exposure to intense EMF and RF radio frequency fields because he worked as a day trader in Manhattan. He recovered and rebounded robustly as long as he stayed away from wireless technology as much as possible. Research indicates that wireless frequencies can disturb cellular communication. Okay, so he thinks it might be associated with atrial fibrillation. He likes CoQ10. He is a cardiologist, one to 200 milligrams. Melatonin, how about that? Vitamin C. And he, he is a great believer in grounding or earthing, as some people call it. You know, reconnecting with the earth. 
you know, we're going barefoot if you're if you live in, in a warm climate on the beach or on wet grass. Or if you don't, you don't you, you don't live in that climate, you know, lying or sitting on special conductive devices called earthy mats. So, ladies and gentlemen, I've uh, been talking about electromagnetic fields. They do uh, affect your immunity. They, they affect your DNA. Now, what the heck is going to happen with these mRNA vaccines when they are exposed to electromagnetic fields? What's going to happen with these vaccines when they're given to elderly people who carry their cell phones all over their bodies? And probably don't even know how to turn them off. Lots of things we're living through. Lots of different things. So I hope it wasn't too confusing uh, today. But, uh, you know, I just want to give you an idea of the electromagnetic field. I mean, there's a lot of research. over 3,000 papers. It doesn't seem like we're paying enough attention to it. And they are associated with uh, influenza outbreaks, like I noted in the beginning and i will once again recommend the invisible rainbow the history of electricity and life by arthur furstenberg i'm rereading it again for the second time a lot of information in that book okay we may not have a program on thursday and uh, if we have one saturday it will probably be at the three o'clock hour so if you have any questions, docronradio at gmail.com, docronradio at gmail.com. Remember, this show is archived here on Podbean, but it's also on Apple, Spotify, Blueberry, Alexa. So just about every place that has podcasts is now carrying Dr. Ron Unfiltered Uncensored. So that's Dr. Ron Unfiltered Uncensored. Be safe. Turn your Wi-Fi's off at night. Okay, be careful with your cell phone. And we'll see you next time. Have a great night and the rest of the week. Ciao. Hey, everybody. Dr. Ron's finished for the day. I hope you got some good wisdom for what the man had to say. If it's all about good health, he's the man you got to see. He has a lot more answers for you. So tune in next week. When the doctor is in the house Or when the doctor is in the house Let the doctor know what's bothering you When the doctor is in the house The doctor is in the house The doctor is in the house Let the doctor know what's bothering you Sure, he can tell you just what to do. The doctor is in the house. The doctor is in the house. Let the doctor know what's bothering you when the doctor is in the house. So if you have a pain, call the doctor. If you have a strain, call the doctor and let the doctor know what's bothering you when the doctor is in the house the doctor is in the house
See you next week. <laughs>